0: Hello and welcome to episode 155 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Heather.
1: I'm Charlotte.
0: And this week we are going to be talking about, we've got a couple of topics this week, actually. It's a little bit of a mishmash <laughs> of a podcast <laughs> this week. Um, we're, later in the show, we're going to do sort of part two of our breaking point conversation that we had last week because Woo! You guys had a lot to say about it. <laughs> we got more emails about this than we have gotten about, or, or and Facebook posts, and all, I mean, it came in every different medium. You guys had a lot to say, and so we're going to be sharing what some of our listeners had to say about their breaking points, or if, or people who said that they they haven't reached it and they they don't think there is one. Um, so we've got a you know sort of a mixed response, um, and we're trying to. We're not gonna to get to every single one of you that wrote in. I'm so sorry, but the podcast is only so long. <laughs> um, you know, we tried thank to sort you all of all
1: for writing in. That was fantastic. How it was so exciting.
0: It was great. You know, I and I, I read literally every single email. I read every single entire I tried to reply to all of them. I might have missed a couple, and if so, I'm sorry. But um, thank you so much for you know sharing your feelings because it was really clear that everybody had some really strong feelings. Um, so we're gonna get to that in the second part of the podcast. For the first part of the podcast today. There really isn't any sort of specific news, but a couple of things have happened recently. There's been a bunch of sort of attraction closures, some scheduled, some unexpected at both Universal and Walt Disney World. Um, There's been some pretty hectic weather (laughs) going on in Walt Disney World and on the West Coast where they had tsunami warnings um, not far from Disneyland. So that's fun. Uh, There was tornadoes in Florida. Like it's been it's been a little bit of a wild go um, down there. Um, Heather, you used to be a Floridian for yes. a while there. Yes. Is th- To me, this sort of feels unusual for this time of year, but maybe it's just that I'm not as familiar with it.
2: No, this time of year is uh, considered the dry season. I put air quotes up on that because it is Florida. But in general, you're going to find cooler weather, not really much humidity not much rain at all. Like it's kind of, it's actually the nicest time to be in Florida. It even gets a little
0: cold sometimes. Yeah. So that's interesting. It's really, I feel, um, it's just been, you know, like when they were like, you know, there's tornadoes, I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) tour what in january like that's not normal normal. (laughs) that doesn't seem normal um so anyway so that's a lot of that's been going on now typically this is the time of year when disney does do you know refurbishments and rehabs and things on their attractions and that's certainly absolutely true right now um there have also been some unexpected uh things that were going on Uh, rock and roller coaster was down unexpectedly for a couple of days the hogwarts express was down yesterday and that's a to me like that's a big one. <laughs> like the yeah. Hogwarts Express being down. If you have a one day, Parked Park Pass, and like you can't get on that, yeah. you can't get on the Hogwarts Express for a lot of people. That's the whole reason to buy it. Um, so anyway, very interesting. The most exciting thing to me that happened this past week is they added a points of light. New show to Spaceship Earth at Epcot, and it's the Rainbow Connection from the Muppet movie. And oh my god, it's the best thing I've ever seen! Yes. It's so good.
1: So, uh, I talked a little bit about those points of light and or beacons of light, I think is what they're called. I think that they are the best thing to happen to Epcot in years. They're so I'm- good. And so we saw holiday stuff while we were there, but I was like, this has potential to. Do so much so many things and then right? to see rainbow connection i just loved it Ugh. i mean i cannot wait to, and i hope to be able to see it in person i can't
0: wait to see it in person i really i really want to i think it might just be for like the festival of the arts but i'm not uh, positive and if it is it'll make me so sad um because i really want to see it i'm a huge but those imagine. but those lights are
1: are truly incredible and i don't know how long it took them to put those lights in but they're amazing and yeah what I and mean, because let I me mean, think about it with, you could do so much with it. You could just turn it one color or eight colors or whatever and put music to it.
2: <laughs> it's so simple yet absolutely thrilling.
0: I yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Heather got some, you got some gorgeous photos when you were there.
2: Yeah, Yeah, you know what strikes me is that you, Sharla, are so impressed with them. And to me, it didn't seem like it was anything out of the ordinary, which I don't mean in a bad way. (laughs) No, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it and like, what a good job the Imagineers did that they made it seem like it's just it's always been there. Right. It didn't it right. wasn't like this big call to everybody come running to spaceship Earth and
0: see this show we're putting on. Yeah, it was on. just it's sort of just, a thing they did.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's just it's yeah. just there. And it, it's like this fun little like if you look for it. Great. If you miss it, no big deal. Like it was just it was really pretty.
1: Well, yeah. kind of like that a couple of years ago they added the um, the nighttime show to the Tree of Life. At Animal Kingdom Ooh. with the, and they kind of made the animals yes. move
0: and stuff. It comes to life. Yeah.
1: And that was something, the same type of thing. It's real subtle. You don't necessarily know that you're missing it if you don't see it. But when you see it, I think it's really cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Those are the types of things I love so much about Walt Disney World, though, is those things that you sort of, you almost have to know about them to appreciate them. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and I definitely feel like that was that, but. The big topic that we're going to get into, and is pretty much anybody anybody was talking about over the past five days or so, was the figment popcorn buckets. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, I'm not sure why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah. because laughs> they I, were everywhere all over the Disney internet.
2: <laughs> I just okay, before we get into it, here is my, my question. Um, I am a person that owned one. Oh, maybe two. I've owned two Disney popcorn buckets and have since recycled them because I get them home and I think, where am I going to put these? What am I going to do with these? Figments not going to look right on my shelf in my living room. Like, what do you all do with them that, that you're so obsessed you're willing to wait that long for a popcorn
0: bucket? I, well, we haven't even gotten into that yet. So the lines, <laughs> we haven't even gotten into that yet. Let's just, just tell you what the line was on the first day of the figment bucket being available at Epcot. The line was seven hours yep. long. Why? Yep. Why? For popcorn. Seven hours. I don't, and I, I think it was Charlotte that was like, this is a topic. We should talk about this. I was like, you know, or or what would well, like, what like would you wait seven hours for? And Heather and I were both like, nothing. Nothing. the topic. Podcast nothing.
2: over. <laughs> Literally nothing. There is not a thing on this planet that I would wait seven hours to see. Yeah. Um, to get, to buy, like nothing. No, nothing, I don't need it that bad. I don't need it that badly.
1: Well, they were so if you want one and you're then I could see why you're willing to wait.
0: I wouldn't. I mean, but, if you're like a huge Figment fan or you know, I, I definitely see like some um Disney influencers that I saw. Did one of the best things I've ever seen, which is they went, they bought them, and then they gave them away to people who were waiting in the line. And I was like, that is how you do it. Like, that I can appreciate.
1: Yes, I agree. Uh, I saw one guy who said, I I bought two, once for my mom, and then let's go find somebody for the other one. And he he found this lady, and she was wearing, like,
0: figment figment and toe, -toe. basically.
1: (laughs) And he gave it to her, and she was really thrilled. And that is the type of magical moment that I am here for. Um, Mm -hmm. But... I just don't see how I would wait in line for one, um, especially not if I was going by myself. Like maybe if I had a friend, that, like if you two wanted to go and let's do, you're like, let's just go, let's do it. I'd wait with you. But I, it's not sure, how I, I
2: guess, this. but yeah, I mean, well, I, I think... wouldn't wait with you. Not for seven hours. <laughs> I'll go get you food. I'll bring you some water. I'll bring you a cocktail, but I'm not waiting. I'm not standing there for seven hours. Like yeah. I'm going to go do stuff.
0: <laughs> which brings me to what I think to large degree was driving the seven hour line, which is resellers. hmm. I and, think and, a at the- point- and then, and they were buying the maximum allowed, and you saw people leaving with bags filled, and then immediately they were on eBay for hundreds of dollars.
2: And so this is Disney's problem. They keep saying that they're going to crack down on them, and they never do. Fine, you don't want to crack down on them, but lower the minimum two per yep. people, two maximum. per person. Yep. That's it. Two, yep. you, don't, you
0: don't need more than one. Nobody needs two figment popcorn buckets. I mean, I guess so if you, you have three kids or whatever, but that, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. And also, Bobby I think. and Susie can wait in line with you, and right. they're your
2: three. I just, I, it, yeah. You don't need it. So, okay, fine, two. I have my friend back home who really wants this. I'm going to get it for her. Or, you don't need more than one. So,
0: two nope. is generous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. And I think people were so worried that they would sell out that they were convinced they would have had to get it on the first day or they weren't going to get it. And that turned out not to be the case at all. They no. have now sold out, but it took days. Like, it took a few days yeah. before they went yeah. through the initial run. And so I think Disney was ready for them. Disney, you know, sort of knew but what part was of
1: that. But I think part of that is Disney – perpetuating it mm-hmm. saying "Sure, here's this limited edition thing and look it's really cute popcorn bucket if you like popcorn buckets and you like figment this is the one for you but disney does this and they say limited edition and then we're not gonna let you resell it and that just adds to the demand i believe
0: i don't know how disney would cr- like uh, we're not gonna I let you resell it i don't know how they would
1: Well, they're just limiting the amount. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what's to stop me? Like if the line wasn't seven hours long and they say limit one per guest or limit two per guest, what's the, what's stopping me from going,
0: getting back in line,
1: you know, now obviously at a seven hour long line, you're very limited in what you can
0: get, but right. But the next day the lines were down to like 45 minutes. So, you know,
1: yeah. And, and, and there's nothing that I want badly enough. Like, th- there's been times at the Food and Wine Festival where the, I've had an annual pass and they have those really cute coasters that mm-hmm. say annual pass holder or a bump or a, um, like if you visit more than two or three times, you get a certain thing. And the line has been so long, maybe even like 30 minutes. I'm like, no, I'm not waiting for this. I don't care.
0: But, yeah. You know, and, I'm not a patient enough person, you know. Yeah. For anything like that, like if, yeah, yeah, like the 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 Food and Wine Magnet that you could get, you know, with the annual pass holder or whatever. Like, I don't know. I mean, what's the longest? What's say it's something that you really wanted, a ride you really wanted to do. Like, what's the longest you would ever wait in line for a ride, or have you ever waited in line um, or anything like Just anything like that. Uh,
1: well, when I was in college and had to get a parking permit, and yeah. this was back <laughs> before the internet. Like, you could get them all online. They had some sort of system glitch, and uh, we waited nine hours for a parking permit that day. No,
2: why you get out of line and say you tell me wait, this is your problem, not mine? I'll we come had, back. We had we had no choice.
0: Like oh, par- that, yeah, parking on campus. Yeah, yeah. We had
2: no choice, and it was our
1: the campus house that I lived in was being renovated. We couldn't live. It, it was a anyway. We had to have parking, and um, and my friend and I we made friends with the people in line, so that if we needed to. Go get a rest. Go to the restroom or anything like that. So, has anybody?
0: Uh, did anybody else besides me watch The Gilmore Girls: A Year in the Life? Yep, I watched. Okay, it. there's actually a whole scene about this, like uh-huh. line culture. <laughs> yeah, you know, where Rory writes an article about, you know, why do people wait in lines, and do you even know what you're waiting for? Yeah. there's something about the human. Instinct that when we see a line, it tells our brain, like, oh, there must be something good at the yeah. end of it. I should get I don't in think
2: it. it's like Comic Con and uh, mm-hmm, 23 mm-hmm. Expo and all that. These people are camping out over it. You're sleeping yeah. on a sidewalk yeah. on a city street for yeah. what? So, so yeah, here's yeah. somebody talk about a movie or a theme park ride because everybody else is doing it. And so I don't want to be left out. Like, that's right. insane to me. That's insane. I also wouldn't do that. Yeah. Back before i just hear about internet, it online. Like
1: back before the internet movie tickets, like people used to camp out for movies like Star yeah. Wars or other things like that. Mm-hmm. I would, I cannot imagine doing that. I, yeah, I,
0: just, I don't, like I don't, whatever that is and I, you know, I, I recognize that that is a thing. Some people enjoy it. Like you said, they, yeah. make a, they make a day out of it. They make a whole thing. You know, you make friends, yeah. make snacks, you get snacks. Like whatever that is, I don't personally but have that
1: <laughs> i was not i did not go into that parking line prepare like knowing that it was going to take us that long you okay know, like, so
0: that to me is a the difference then because yeah, i know, i don't think i would have
1: it. i don't i mean i don't know what i would have done like the
0: people who were in the figment line i feel like they probably knew They do. yeah that they, it was going to be you know a full day affair
1: um yeah i'm sure they did
0: yeah I, no would i
1: purposefully do it no if I got there and saw, you know, how, how far the line went back, I probably yeah. would not have done it either.
0: Um, I think so the longest points I've points ever waited for anything at Walt Disney World is maybe just under two hours.
1: Yeah. And I it was a, um,
0: Test Track opening weekend.
1: The first time I rode Flight of Passage, I waited a, about an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah, I think I waited for I was at for Flight, of
2: Flight of Passage, passage. opening day. Um, and I knew I didn't want to do this, but I was like, I'm here and I don't know when I'm going to be back. So I got there like a half an hour before park opening and I waited for flight of passage opening day for 45 minutes. Yeah. I've never waited that long since. Like, that was a (laughs) lot to me. Um, like I, I, I think it speaks to the human condition of I need to be first. I need to be included. Um, I need to have what everybody else has. I don't want to be left out. And that's why these people are waiting that long because then they come away with something where they can be like, I was there. I have figment. I have this. And I just, and then what three years from now, are you still going to love figment that much? Some
0: people will, but not everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like a pathological case of FOMO is what you're saying. Yes,
2: which I possess. Don't get me wrong. I don't like oh, to yeah. be left out of yeah. Oh, no, we all anything. have severe FOMO. <laughs> I do not like to be left out of anything. But I also can take one look at a long line and be like, that's not, but not that. fun. That's not <laughs> fun. Like, there's what are that? I just I don't understand it. The, the, the process isn't fun. And then I have a plastic bucket that is now where do I put it? How do I get it home in my
0: luggage? Where is it going? I don't understand me. I kind of get like, because if you're if you're a collector of things, then you're a collector of things, right? So if you're a collector of popcorn buckets, like they're not my thing, but I have other things that I collect. So like I kind of get that aspect of it. You know the Figment bucket was cute. You know, and you display them wherever you display them. You know, because if you're, chances are, I, I feel fairly strongly that if you were willing to wait in a seven-hour popcorn bucket line, that you you have a plan for it, or it brings you joy in some sort of, you know, yeah. the Marie Kondo of it all. It sparks joy for you somehow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know.
1: Well, I mean, like I collect those Disney um, uh, salt and pepper shakers. Mm-hmm. The- would I wait seven hours for one? No, I absolutely wouldn't. And they're small, and I have a place to put them. Yeah. I will them my shelf. I need yeah, like I, I mean, I've got yeah. two
0: entire bookshelves full of all my Disney stuff in my yeah. office that I'm staring but at right would now. I but wait,
1: would I wait that long for a specific salt and pepper no. shaker? I, I, no. I mean, look, never say never, guys, but I really do not think so. <laughs> <laughs> I really do not think I would ever do that.
2: Yeah. I mean, just think, like, you could be doing so much more with your time. I don't I don't they're not even practical and I I just I don't know I don't get I truly don't understand it and I get it people love it and they're excited and they're having so much fun there is not a thing in this world that I would wait seven hours probably not even two (laughs) hours I just too much to be done too much.
0: Yeah. It's just not my personality. And for me, it's not even like, Oh, I could be doing other things with that time. Cause knowing me, I would probably just spend it watching Netflix or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's, I'm, I'm just an impatient person. Like I don't even, I'm a huge Broadway fan. I'm a huge Broadway fan. You will never catch me at a stage door. You just won't. Cause it's just not, I'm just not, I, I won't wait on somebody for a scribbled name like i just i you know. did
2: once i, did, but I didn't I did really once. wait i didn't really wait i was finishing a cocktail in the lobby and by the time i got out i happened to see that the stage door was opening and it was orlando bloom and romeo and juliet so i got him okay. to sign my plate oh, okay. and i was like okay i love you and i'm gonna marry you one day so this is worth it But <laughs> like even then i didn't wait for orlando bloom to come out right, right, right,
1: right.
0: <laughs> yes yeah we
1: waited yeah. for we waited for brevi mcintyre one time at uh, and get your gun yeah yeah, we didn't wait very long, but yeah, we we met her and it was very fun. I mean, yeah. It was an experience. Would I do it again? It depends on the person, you know? Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Nope. So. All right. So that does it for the first portion of this podcast. Coming up next, we are going to get into your responses to our discussion last week about what is your Disney breaking point? What is the point at which the magic is no longer there for you? And you guys had a lot to say. <laughs> So we're going to get into it. Stay tuned. All right. I culled through every single response that we had gotten and I pulled out some sort of specific ones and I didn't, these are not the entire emails. These are snippets from everybody's email. So if you're listening and you recognize your email, I'm very sorry if I didn't actually choose the snippet that was like the most <laughs> significant to important to you or that you felt the strongest about, I'm so sorry um but let's get into it um charlotte do you want to read our first little snippet from kayla yeah sure okay Kayla says hey
1: princesses here's my two sets on breaking points not sure i'm there yet but i definitely don't love the planning for a trip like i did in the past i do think there is this new layer of stress with waking up earlier in the day to make lightning lane selections I'd rather wake up 60 days in advance or even any amount of days in advance when I'm not on vacation yet. Yep. It's the same mindset with a dining plan. I like things involving time and money to be figured out before my vacation. The new system means I have to be a planner during vacation, and that's just not fun.
0: Yeah. It- Yeah, I would agree with that. We talked about that last week that, you know, for years we've told our clients, you know, the more work you put in ahead of time, the smoother your vacation is going to be when you get there. We don't really have that argument anymore. Yeah, no. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah, it is very much a in the moment planning type of thing. Yeah, and I know Um,
2: some people get stressed about planning ahead of time, but if you're using a travel planner, presumably you have somebody to help you with that or at least offer advice with that. So, you know, you take the 20 minutes a few months in advance, which, I mean, again, that also takes the spontaneity out of Florida locals, which goes back to the original argument that my mom made, which started this, this topic. It's somebody somewhere is going to be upset anyway, but at least if you're doing it ahead of time, by the time you get there, you can kind of just go, okay.
0: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Heather, do you want to read Nora's? Sure. Nora says
2: she's already past her breaking point. Girl, me too. (laughs) I was a longtime AP holder, Florida Resident Gold, but December 2019, I decided not to renew and had planned to get a lower tier AP the next time I went in 2020. Ha! By the way, I retired as of November Uh, 2018, so I'm on a limited budget. Now, it turns out the only AP I can afford is the Pixie Dust one, which has so many blackout dates that it's not worth it. Plus, I still would have to spend an additional $99 for PhotoPass. So now I'm a universal AP holder and have a trip planned for this coming May. I'm also taking more cruises because it turns out that it's less expensive to take a cruise than go to Walt Disney World. I have no idea when or if I will go back to Walt Disney World, but there are just way too many hoops to jump through. And that's not what I have in mind when I want to take a short vacation. Yeah.
0: And so there are two things that I thought were really interesting about her email mm-hmm. is one, the universal thing. I have heard so many Walt Disney World annual pass holders say that they have switched to universal. Yeah. It's less and, expensive
2: and yeah. it's more freeing. You
0: can, so easier. Mm-hmm. I also thought her point about taking more cruises because it's less expensive to take a cruise than it is to go to yeah. Walt Disney World to be so spot on right now. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. spot on. Yeah. And yeah. Disney and is expensive, especially,
1: especially for somebody I know. I know her, and she likes to be in the parks and tour and stuff. So to just sit there and not do much is not her way to go. So like, if you're just gonna sit there. Or sit at your hotel or something like that. It might be different. But for somebody who's like us that
0: likes to go, go, go. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I think that's, that makes a difference too. It makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, All right. Up next we have Cindy. Uh, Hi, Sarah. I've been hearing about all the changes going on at Disney World, which is where I visit since reopening. And I even visited right after the reopening in November, 2020. I know it takes time for things to get back to normal again, but my breaking point would be if they kept raising prices, but the magic is gone due to too many patrons stuffed in the park, none of quality entertainment that wasn't singing Disney songs. I mean, bring back boys to men and the other talent played during the various festivals. When I feel that Disney is trying to get our money, but taking away the magic of the park experience we've come to love, then that will be my breaking point. They're very close, but we'll see. Okay, so she's well, not there Cindy, yet.
2: good news is, as they just announced last week for the, mm-hmm. I, are they still called Flower Power concerts? Uh, I don't know. It might be called but, something
1: different, they, but they yeah. changed the I name, think they are the but same thing. Mm-hmm.
2: But during the week, they're going to have local Orlando bands, and on the weekends, they're going to have some, you know, big name acts like they used to. I don't know what those acts are. They didn't say, <laughs> but uh, they did the, say they're bringing them The band. Garden
1: Rocks series.
2: That's it, yeah.
1: Okay. And my favorite singer is Cuffie.
0: So yeah. yeah, Charlotte's very excited.
2: Yeah, she was we'll my favorite
0: Park singer. There. We're both like, who? We're yeah. like, who is this? Never. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, all right, Charlotte, you want to read Judith's email? Yes. yes, yes, yes. Okay. As much
1: as we love Disney, I don't see us going back to wgw ever again. Up until now, we've made that pilgrimage about every three to five years. We live on the West Coast in Washington D. State, in Washington State, and it's a big deal price wise. Making arrangements for someone to take care of our small hobby farm, getting time off from our paid employment, etc. Disney has both made it incredibly expensive and complicated and worse. They so want you to plan every minute. That's just not how we roll.
0: Okay, first of all, I want a hobby farm.
2: Me too. Can I come work with you? That, yes. I think that's what my new job is. That's doing.
0: what Heather and I are doing from now on. We're opening <laughs> up um bee, uh, like we're we're, we're going to become beekeepers and have a small hobby farm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so,
2: I will I I will be in charge of the pigs. You can come yes. play with them, but I will there take will be care lots and pigs. of the animals. <laughs> yes. Just pigs and cows and horses and bees
0: everywhere. Yep. Sounds good. Um but I agree with her. Disney has made it so that they they want you to be planning throughout your day. And mm-hmm. to me, that's the antithesis of a vacation how i like to vacation yeah i'm a, as we all know i'm a do less enjoy more kind of girl and so to constantly be having to like be on my phone to pick the next thing to plan the next thing i don't that i don't like that no i don't uh-uh. like it. Yeah. yeah um and as Judith said coming from the west coast that's a big you know it's a big investment not just of money but also of time
2: Yeah. And, you know, like, especially when you're working so hard and you're so stressed out, you want to vacate your real life. Right. And Mm -hmm. you don't. Sure. You can go to the Magic Kingdom and there's a castle and Mickey Mouse and you can pretend it's not the real world. But when you're constantly having to work and think about your next move, that's not very relaxing. It's not much of a vacation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Heather, why don't you read Janet's email?
2: okay Janet says for a long time I didn't believe I had a breaking point any longer I had already had one partial breakup with Disney <laughs>
0: Love those on don't... again off again relationships if they're Janet never healthy here,
2: yeah. Janet they're never healthy <laughs> this was when they made Cinderella's castle look like barfed pep of Pepto Bismol <laughs> yes Janet <Yeah. laughs> Janet I don't know how I'm gonna get I, I don't know how I'm getting through this
0: <laughs> <laughs> I made you read it <laughs>
2: No intent to cast dispersions on (laughs) Pepto-Bismol. Luckily, luckily, by then there were two parks. So after the one look, I swore off the Magic Kingdom until they returned the castle to its more dignified hues. I still enjoyed Epcot three or four days a week, so it wasn't that much of a breakup. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, though, I have a horrible fear. Oh no, I'm freaked to hear what it is. (laughs) What if I can no longer be an annual pass holder? I've had a Walt Disney World AP since 1983. I am about 95% sure that would do it for me. I can't see going to the parks without an annual pass. As long as I can renew, I will keep renewing. I would be devastated if I had let my pass lapse during 2020 or 2021 and we're now in the situation where I couldn't buy one. Um, Having an AP is so important to me that I would probably buy a condo in Orlando if being a Florida resident were the only way I could qualify. I am already, right, Janet, I let all of my APs lapse and I will tell you there is life on the other side. (laughs) 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 She goes on to say, I am already a DVC member, so you think that would be enough to permit you to purchase an AP? So that brings me to my second fear. What if Mr. Merch, Bob Chapek, gets the fabulous idea to divest of the DVC properties to bail the company out of the debt they're in? Maybe all of the resorts? Maybe just Vero, Hilton Head, and Alani. Either way, that would make me want to sell my DVC just because of the resulting fear of uncertainty and doubt. That would be injected into ownership. Hmm. I that think that's fact. a lot of unnecessary worrying. <laughs> you're stressing yourself out, Janet. And now you're stressing me out. And I think we all need to take a collective deep breath. And I will say, I personally know Bob <laughs> Chapek. He is a wonderful human. No more picking on Bob Chapek.
0: We agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He might be a lovely man, but. Um, so the annual pass, we've heard, we've had people chime in sort of repeatedly. That's a, that's a theme that we see coming up again and again and again mm-hmm. is the annual passes, the cost of the annual passes, the changes to the annual passes. That seems to be a sticking point, I think, for a lot of people. Oh. Uh, all right. This is from Randall who wrote in, um, do things cost more? Yes. Do things cost more everywhere? Yes. Go to Five Guys for lunch. One small cheeseburger, one hot dog, one small fry and two regular Cokes is over $30. Inflation, supply chain, higher minimum range. It's not Disney, it's life. Are the lines long? If there are lots of people, yes. If not, not so much. That was true prior to Genie and Genie Plus and it's still true today. More people are in the parks and thus lines are going to be longer we arrived right at the end of run disney weekend parts of the day were short lines because runners were recovering and then they and their supporters all showed up and the lines got long the ride capacities are all the same so it's a simple cause and effect result so did we have a good time you bet should you go you bet genie and genie plus your mileage will vary but to really benefit you need to be up and running at 0, 0700 and most of you will already be doing that anyway so that you can be at your park at 8:30. except of course epcot which is 9:30. so you know, Randall's feeling is that, you know, things really have not changed that much.
2: I mean, I don't agree with that, but I'm glad that he gets to go and <laughs> have a great time. Was, I'm <laughs> glad
0: that was his experience. Yeah. Uh, and I do agree that. See, for me, the price thing, I, I agree to some it, it, that's everywhere. Every single restaurant I go to, every single store I go to, every the grocery store, everything has skyrocketed in cost.
2: Sure. I think the problem, quote unquote problem that people have with Disney's price increasing is that it was already expensive. Now it's getting more expensive and they're taking away things that used to be included in those prices. So now you're charging us more
0: and giving us less. And And I think think that's where the problem is. I do. I agree with that. I see that though, even in other places. I don't know if you've bought ice cream recently. Vegan. But (laughs) Well, but any frozen dessert or whatever. Once upon a time, you used to buy like a quart of ice cream. Nowadays, the packaging has gotten much smaller and the price has gotten much higher. And so that same single ice cream package that you used to buy, I looked at one the other day and I was like, why does this look so small? And I looked at the amount and I was like, oh, they've slashed the, the size of the package. You know, and yet the price is nearly double what it used to be. Like, you know, that. I think but is, is it a, less?
2: Here's my question. And I, this is how you know it's I've the spent same. Entire, ice cream. It's yeah. entirely too much time with Justin, but he will say to you, well, is it just that the package was bigger and if there was less filling inside? Like, is it the same volume? Like, are you no, paying it's the same amount? Vom-
0: it's a different weight. No, It's a different weight. Nope. No, because no, I checked the, you know, what it is, but. Anyway, all right. So our next one is from my friend Rick, uh, who wrote and said, I had to reach out this morning after I listened to your podcast. I understand literally everything you ladies talked about. I told my travel agent that I think I am done with Walt Disney World for a while. On our recent December trip, I had to hold back many negative thoughts relating to my entire week-long visit. For me, the magic is nearly gone, and that's hard to say and write. I feel that the days of spontaneity and a carefree visit are over. It is so ironic that in the last 25 years, Disney has created so much more to do, but because of the crowds, I can't enjoy the more that is available.
2: Yeah, that is sad. That's very sad to hear. I, yeah. I think it's also where I kind of am in my relationship with Disney, and that it's mm-hmm. sad. It's sad to realize that. It's very sad to realize it.
0: Yeah, but it is a, it is a different experience. There's no sort of debating that point whether you like it or you don't like it it's it's definitely personal
2: preference preference, sure um but it's sad to realize oh this place that i used to love may no longer be as great as i once thought it was but the good news is is that there are other places around the world you can go disney or not that maybe it's now is the time to try them out who knows
0: And since you brought it up, I'm going to say that we that is a future podcast topic, actually. Um, Heather had the idea. We're going to talk about it in a few weeks. So we want to know again what you guys think. We're hoping that you're going to write to us again and let us know what you think about this topic, which is what is keeping you from visiting other destinations, Disney or otherwise? Like if you go to Walt Disney World every single year. Is there something that is keeping you from going to Disneyland or Disneyland Paris or trying a Disney cruise or trying an adventure by Disney? And yes, we understand that budget, of course, is an issue with a lot of those places, but, what- but Disney World is no
2: longer cheap. So if you can budget, yeah, for so World, right. Why? Okay, Much so surprised. <laughs> this came up again from one of my best friends. I love you, Becky. I hope you're listening. Um, but she only vacations at Walt Disney World. That's it. It's the only place she goes. Like to get her to come to Disneyland to visit me is. Th- of God must happen, miracles, (laughs) mountains must be moved for this woman to vacation anywhere but Walt Disney World. And that is in no way, shape or form an exaggeration. That's just, it's the only place she goes because it's her happy place. It's where she feels comfortable. And so it just got me wondering, like, I know that there's a lot of people like that and there's nothing wrong with it. But why? What what is holding you back from trying something new? Whether yeah. that be Disneyland, a Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, like what is hold? Why are you afraid to go to Disneyland for one of your vacations versus Walt Disney World? Or yeah. is it the unknown? Is it and obviously budget? But you can, whether it takes you two years to budget for an Adventures by Disney or six months, it's you can budget for things if you wanted to. So, what is holding you back?
0: Yeah, that, so write so, us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com and let us know your thoughts about that future topic, uh, which will be coming up in a couple of weeks. So, uh, all right, Charlotte, that brings us to Nicole. Do you want to right. read Nicole's? Yeah. Uh,
1: breaking point. Even though I was not happy with Genie Plus and missing a lot of perks that made us pick a Disney trip over others, I haven't reached a breaking point. However, I am really reconsidering how often we'll go, where we will stay, and what time of year I'll be willing to visit. Like package delivery, that is not a COVID issue. If Amazon can deliver packs to my home, Disney can deliver stuff to their hotel.
2: That's right, Nicole. Preach. That's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair point. Yeah. And I, I'm sure it probably has to do with staffing and yeah, all of I'm that. Sure but does. still, I mean, yeah. come on already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you there. I, I don't want to have to carry around my Haunted Mansion tombstones all day. Exactly. And you uh,
1: can't wait till the end of the day because they might be gone.
0: Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Uh, which brings us to our last comment, and I wanted to add this podcast on a positive note because I basically I didn't want to get the emails telling us that we were complaining or whining or being too negative. So, Heather, did you, you want to read Stephanie's? Uh...
2: Sure. Stephanie says, the magic isn't gone for us. It's just different. Our trips used to be as a family of three, but as our girl went off to college, we began taking trips as empty nesters. Those trips were different, but still great. Now our girl has graduated Graduated college and is working as a cast member. We went to see her in December, and once again, our trip was different but still great. We had a fabulous balance of family time, great meals, and a few fun attractions. We're doing less and enjoying more and loving it. There were a few things we found annoying, i.e., having to wait until 2 p.m. to park hop, but none of them caused us to reconsider going. My countdown is on for the next trip as we
0: speak. Yay. Yay! So I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. I thought that was a very positive take. I happen to know Stephanie and I'm not um, appreciating the fact that she has, her daughter has graduated college, (laughs) (laughs) not enjoying that, um, but very happy for her and glad to hear that, you know, the magic is still there for them. Um, I strongly suspect, and I, I think I said this last week, that the magic for me will always be there as long as there are cast members there to create it for me, you know?
2: I also think, we'll see. Sorry. I just, I can always love Disney and I have great memories of being there, but it doesn't mean I always have to go there. Like, I, yeah, for me right now, I, I'm really, I don't enjoy myself like I used to enjoy myself. It doesn't mean I don't love the company or my memories or what Disney represents in my mind and in my heart, but I feel like maybe we need to take a little break right now.
0: You, know. you and Disney are on a break. Yeah, we can still
2: love, I can still love Disney and not feel like. You can still be friends. It- yes, yes. And you know what? Sometimes when you love someone, you have to let them know that what they're doing isn't cool and how it's hurting you. And that I think that's where we're at.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what this podcast is about. Yes. We're, like, we're just letting everybody sort of share their collective experience. With, you know. <laughs> Um, but I'm glad to hear some people say that, you know, the magic absolutely is still there for them. And yes, it's different. Yes, it's changed, but they still get the same experience and the same feelings out of it. Because to for me, that's what it's all about. Like, how does it make you feel when you're there? You know, so I'm happy to hear as somebody who hasn't been now in almost two years, um, you know, I'm, I'll admit it, I'm nervous to go back. No. Like. Not you know, panorama aside, (laughs) you know, I'm a I am nervous to to experience all of the changes for myself firsthand. Does it live
2: live up to your memory?
0: Does it? Yep, yeah. Because I love Disney for a living, basically at this point. So. Don't make me hate you and have to leave a new pressure. job, Disney. <laughs> uh, all right. So coming up on future episodes of the podcast, um, again, we can't thank you guys enough for all of the emails and all of the posts and all of the DMs and all of the everything. Um, it makes me so happy to have this be an interactive experience for us, for both you and for us, because when we hear from you, that's what makes it interactive for us. Um, So that it's really just been a lot of fun to hear from you guys. So the next few weeks, we are going to be doing a listener Q&A episode. We already have a few emails, but we always need more because they're our favorite episodes to do. So we will take all the questions that we can get. Um, And the topic that we had talked about earlier, which is what is keeping you from trying different disney destinations or different destinations in general are you a person that keeps going to the same place over and over are you like heather's friend becky nobody can pry you out of walt disney world with a crowbar like why (laughs) is that what's keeping you from it um and again we're not saying there's anything wrong with that we're just curious as to the why Yeah, why what like what
2: what is it like there's nothing wrong with my best friend i think she's amazing but why does she feel she needs to go only to disney world and not Try other places. but what, what, what in your mind makes you feel like this is it? This is yeah. the only vacation destination. On pl- and I'm not even talking about non-Disney. Like, let's focus only on Disney destinations. So okay. you've been to Disney World 3 billion times. Why haven't you tried Disneyland yet?
0: What are you afraid of? Yep. Or if you're Disneyland local, you know, why, ha- why have you not made the trek to Walt Disney World yet? Or maybe you only go to the land destinations and you haven't tried a cruise yet. You're nervous about, you know, we want to hear from you. So you can answer email us at info at com. we also have a very active facebook group the disney park princess facebook group tons of people are posting and they rep- you know give us feedback on the podcast and ask questions and um ask each other questions by the way they're not just talking to us <laughs> there's a whole community <laughs> that goes on in there um that really has nothing to do with us actually <laughs> which is fantastic so um which we love 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 um Coming up next on the Patreon is a mystery topic because we forgot to talk about it before recording. (laughs) So Patreon Extra is going to be a surprise (laughs) this week. Um, We might just talk more about Charlotte's kitten because she's, And she's like in the background, you know, she's every once in a while I'll see her little white nose poke up from under the sofa and it's just so cute. Um but thank you all for sharing your thank you to all of our Patreons. Um we have a separate Patreon Facebook group, which is just for the people who are supporting us on Patreon. Um and they started posting all of their pet photos as well. (laughs) It
2: was very cute
0: like all the serotonin I needed one day. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, so keep posting those. We love seeing all of your pets. We love seeing your pets. We love seeing your kids. We love seeing your vacation photos. We love seeing you, your food photos too. Don't forget oh, those food Disney, photos. Yes, food especially food Disney foods. foods. post yes. them. So please share them in the Disney Park Princess Facebook group. If you are a listener, share them in the Patreon group. If you are a supporter, um, and if you would like to become a Patreon supporter, you can go to www.patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess to help us keep the lights on, help us create new content, um, and help us have the time in our lives to keep doing this for you guys. So thank you so much. We will talk to you next week. I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. And this is the Disney Park Princess podcast. Bye-bye.